0: Well, I say if we don't control spending, we don't shore up the economy of this great country of ours. Our economy will go under. This is a new economic era. Hey, and who an- are we shoring the economy up for? Your bond-holding fat cats? <laughs> I'd like to know. No, it's not just the bondholders, Governor Nelson. Ordinary men and women will benefit as well. Governor Nelson's idea has got merit. I mean, we do need to provide jobs for those who need work. That is true. Jack, excuse me. <clears throat> what? if anything are you against i'm against doing nothing while people are suffering i'm against dismissing any idea that might help because it isn't my idea
1: everybody this is ed hoffman and welcome to the main event we opened up with that uh clip from uh, primary colors which is uh if you haven't seen it is uh is supposed to be uh, bill clinton and uh it's i think it's kind of prudent what's going on with uh with what's going on out there about uh people being afraid wanting to dismiss things because they're not their ideas well you know what uh I don't want to dismiss an idea, just a good idea, just to, something that can help because it's not my idea. We had a, a fundraiser for Aja Smith out at, at our office on uh, Thursday night. And uh, she brought that up in uh, in talking about Mark DeCano, her, uh, her opponent, how he seems to vote against things that he should be for and how he uh, apparently has a pattern of doesn't matter what the bill is for or who it helps. If it's written by a Republican, he dismisses it and votes no. So uh, those of you in the 41st district Riverside Harupa Valley Paris Moreno Valley get out and vote R, vote for Aja Smith for uh, Congress next month. And uh, well, it's it kind of starts next month in early voting. Be uh October or November 6 is election day, but no one seems to vote on election day. Don and I will even be uh uh voting early this this month cuz we'll be on a cruise. So Scott'll be soloing for a couple of weeks while we're uh, we're uh, sailing to Hawaii and back. And uh and we also used that uh clip from uh the Beach Boys Fun 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 because the Beach Boys played Pomona Fairgrounds that same night. I didn't get to see it cuz I was doing a fundraiser for Aja Smith, but um I heard it was uh heard it was uh very good and that was uh the Beach Boys out there. So anyway, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that's going on, and uh, before I do, let me introduce myself. My name is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. Located here in Southern California, offices all over the place. I'm going to change that. Um, located here in Southern California, offices all over the place. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time. Toll free, area code 855-640-2020. And as I talk about, uh, opportunities in, uh, in real estate, it's a buyer's market right there, right now, folks. I don't know how long it's going to last. It's a buyer's market. There's people just, there's properties sitting for some reason. Go out there, look at, look at some properties, look for some, uh, some that have just had recent price reductions. Or if they're sitting in there, put some low ball offers out there. If you're sitting on the sideline saying, well, I don't know what the interest rates are going to do, but you know you want to buy, get out there and get some. But call me toll free at 855-640-2020 to get pre-qualified first and go from there. If you don't want to talk on the phone, but you do want to get pre-qualified or you want to get some information, go to wccloans.com, click on uh, looking for a loan, give me as much information as you, uh, as you want. Tell me how much of you information you want back and you'll hear back from myself or one of my teammates uh, Alex Alex uh Rojas, Eric Marquez, Cody Bradbury or Aaron Fredericks and we'll uh we'll help we'll help solve all your problems. You know, you got a problem with your car, call me we'll Give you some financial advice. You got a problem with your wife or your husband? Call me. We'll give you some financial advice. You got a problem with, uh, with your, you know, you got a rock in your shoe? Call us. We'll give you some financial advice. So do that. Hey, if you want have any part of the uh, the show you want repeated, go to edhoffman.net, uh, po- click on the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows. You can also uh, get, uh, get us the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes connect with me on uh, social media at Twitter on Twitter at Ed Hoffman or uh, Facebook is uh, Facebook the main event Ed Hoffman and uh, if you want to leave some comments on the show 855-640-2092 855-640-2092 is my listener hotline. You can leave uh, comments and uh, it's a uh, recorded line. And uh, if it's uh, exciting stuff, you know, I uh, didn't get anybody call in last week, but we got, I got everybody sent me emails and texts and, and, uh, and uh, hit me on Facebook Messenger with your comments. Hey, I can't play your messages on the radio if you don't put them on the listener hotline. But I do appreciate those of you that uh, send in your comments. Uh, I always get a lot of uh, positive positive stuff on the 9/11 show. So uh, before we go further, let me uh, bring into my uh, my uh, my partner from the Don's Bike Bike Shop, number one uh, one of the top 100 bike shops in the country. Proprietor, Mister Scott McFeed, number two uh, political commentator in the country. And if it was any more fun, it would be illegal. Yep. If we were if we were doing any better, we'd have to take. Three pills. We're already taking <laughs> Instead two. Instead of two. Exactly. So a lot of stuff going on out there. Yep. And you know that uh that hey, I don't I don't want to uh I don't want to approve any, any idea unless it's my own It's certainly happening with the uh, Supreme Court. Senate Republicans continue to support Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh in the fight against one woman's suspiciously timed accusations of sexual assault from thirty five I think it's thirty six. Thirty-six years ago. We talked about this last week and it was an anonymous Anonymous last week when I said it, but as of Monday, Christine Blasey Ford was reported to be the anonymous accuser from last week when Dianne Feinstein sent a letter to the FBI the very day there was supposed to be a confirmation vote scheduled. The letter she said she had since July, which is a peculiar timing since, hey, if this was important, you got this letter. Apparently, this lady took a lie detector in August. She hired a lawyer in August, but nobody said anything about it. Then in early September we had the uh, Senate confirmation hearings and Diane Feinstein must have not had very many questions because every time she she got her chance at the mic she spent 20 minutes talking about Roe versus Wade and did you say it was settled law and what about this and could you repeat your your answer from last time because I don't have anything else to ask but she had this letter in her possession but it wasn't really that important till the day they were going to vote. So, peculiar. Brett Kavanaugh made a statement, this is completely false allegation. I have never done anything like what the accuser describes to her or anyone. Because this never happened, I had no idea who was making the accusation until she identified herself yesterday. Uh, I am willing to talk to the Senate Judiciary Committee in any way the committee seems appropriate, deems appropriate, and refute the false allegation from 36 years ago and defend my integrity. That's what I would say if I was innocent. In an interview with the Washington Post, Ford says that at a house party where she, when she was 15, no recollection of what month it was or even whose house it was at. Brett Kavanaugh and a friend pushed her into a bedroom, pinned her down, and sexually assaulted her after turning up the music so her protest couldn't be heard. Wait, did she say they were all drunk at a house party when she was 15? Is she admitting that she was drinking illegally? I don't know. She identified the friend as Mark Judge. Who is, uh, who is a journalist and filmmaker? I had to say, hey, is that the Beavis and Butthead guy? No, that's Mike Judge. Uh, Judge's statement on the Weekly Standard. It's absolutely nuts. I saw Brett, I never saw Brett acting in this way. CNN and other mainstream media outlets are attacking Judge's character by pointing out that he wrote a book about partying in high school called Wasted Tales of, the Gen- of a Gen X drunk. So of course he must be guilty of assault because he was a Gen X drunk. So as if this as if this is, as if this is uh, breaking news. High school kids that drink. I don't know. I will never admit to it. Uh, another classmate for uh, another classmate Ford identifies as being a mysterious at the mysterious party. Patrick J Smythe sent this letter to the Senate Judiciary Committee. I understand that I have been identified by Christine Blasey Ford as a person she remembers as PJ who supposedly was present at the party, she described in her statements to the Washington Post. I am ins- I'm issuing this statement today to make it clear that to all involved that I have no knowledge of the party in question, nor do I have any knowledge of the allegations of improper conduct she has leveled against Brett Kavanaugh. Personally speaking, I have known Brett Kavanaugh since high school, and I know him to be a person of great integrity, a great friend, and I have never witnessed any improper conduct by Brett Kavanaugh towards women. And that seems pretty, seems pretty credible. But hey, it's one guy, one word against the other. Now, Ed Whelan, a former law clerk for Justice Scalia, who now runs the conservative think tank Ethics and Public Policy Center, has uncovered evidence that the house party, where the where the party most likely took place, was hosted by a kid who looked exactly like Brett Kavanaugh. Chris Garrett, a Georgetown prep classmate and football team teammate of Kavanaugh's, uh, could have easily been mistaken for classmate Brett. And uh, we have two pictures here of uh, the two senior pictures they're wearing the they're wearing a similar suit they both have similar shoulders that go off to each side of their head they both have light light colored uh, shirts with a dark colored tie and they both have heads that are uh, round kind of the same shape and they're both clean shaven because they're in high school they probably couldn't grow any uh, uh, facial hair and of course uh, if it was like me I had a mustache and my mom made me shave it off before senior pictures and it made me mad. They both have the same uh uh haircut hairstyle other than that i guess I guess uh, probably in high school days there's no question who's Brett and who's this other kid uh this other kid, Chris Garrett, but you know looking at uh, black and white pictures from thirty six years ago, yeah, they look similar. Scotty,
2: um, you know I think everybody had the same picture in high school. Actually, had these two,
1: I, you know, what, what can you what can you determine from any of this? I mean, the, the whole thing's ridiculous. One of the other things when uh, I saw on the internet that we are not talking about today, but they talk about the location of all the different houses and who's most likely the person who would who would push her into a bedroom at a at a high school party, but be someone who actually lives there um, that would go into the private areas of the house, and uh, and it just didn't make any sense as to where she said she was um, versus where these other people live. So who knows? Who knows? It's all, it's all, just, it's all just BS anyway.
2: Well, the problem is all the details are all fuzzy. Like she doesn't remember exactly where this was, when this happened, what exactly happened. Uh, that, that's part of the problem of this. But, you know, there, there's a lot of difficulties with this. And, and the issue is, you know, first she comes out anonymously, then she throws her name out, then she's going to testify, then she's not. It just seems like a big mess.
1: Yeah, it is a big mess. After Diane Stein, after Diane Feinstein made the allegation against Kavanaugh public, despite Ford's supposed wishes that they remain private, the Republicans on the committee released a letter signed by 65 women who said they knew Kavanaugh in high school and could vouch for his decency. Uh, Scott and I were talking before we came in here. I have a hard. We we have a hard time coming up with 65 women we went to high school with. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: and, and that's the thing too, because if they're accusing this guy of being a serial predator, if that's what they're saying, uh, or just a sexual predator at all, generally there's a pattern, you know, like with Weinstein, with, with Cosby, Weinstein, Cosby, you know, you, you have multiple accusers. In this case, you have multiple, multiple women coming out to say that Brett Kavanaugh isn't this kind of person. That's what doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. I think, I think about, uh, when I go to my high school reunions, I, I look back at high school, man, I knew everybody. And then I go to my high school reunions. I go, man, I didn't know hardly anybody. Man, look at all, Who are all these people? Did they go to my high school? I don't even remember them. Well, here's, here's one of them that, who appeared in, a, in an ad paid for by Judicial Crisis Network.
0: I've been friends with Brett Kavanaugh for 35 years. never thought about doing a TV commercial. I'm
2: not involved in politics. I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I believe that we need to have bright, curious, open-minded, thoughtful, empathetic people. Who are judges. And I trust that Brett is that person. He's dedicated to his work. He's dedicated to his family. He's of the highest integrity
0: as a person. And I believe that he would be a great Supreme Court justice.
1: Yeah, yeah I, you know what, how well does she know Brett Kavanaugh now? But we're not, nobody, nobody even questions his integrity now. He He feeds the homeless weekly. He's involved in his kids' scouts and coaching and doing all that stuff. You know, it's hard to believe that anybody's making any issue on something that happened when he was 17, this girl was 15. Wait, aren't those juvenile ages? Well, they aren't.
2: And that's what I I was thinking as well is let's say she called the police right then. And then. let's just, let's just use that, uh, that analogy. Let's just use that situation. So the cops would have come, what would they have found? A half dozen underage minors that seem to be intoxicated. And then an allegation of, you know, pushing down on a bed or something like that. What, what would have actually happened? Had the cops
1: shown up, Hey, there's there's drunken kids feeling each other up around being exploring with their hands and their bodies and trying to kiss each other. And uh well, it's, it's kind of like, where's the crime? I mean, and by the way, where the hell is the person who owns this
2: house? For one thing.
1: And where's Brett Kavanaugh's mom? They should be su- they should be pressing uh, charges against Brett Kavanaugh's, Kavanaugh's mom and dad because he was a, uh, a juvenile. So they were responsible for teaching him better.
2: Oh, and nope, Yeah. But no, would anybody arrest it?
1: No. I don't think anybody ever said anything. No, I'm just. Uh, not, 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 where's the crime? I guess is the point. And, and thinking back, she's saying, "Hey, you know, he put his hand over over my mouth, okay. and, and it was having. I was trying to scream, and I had hard time hard time breathing. He could have inadvertently killed me. Um, you know what? I think about think back to uh, my young days of uh, things that I'm amazed. I'm amazed I lived through. Uh, you know, like being a high school kid and drinking when i was underage and driving home when i probably shouldn't have and uh you know the fact that i that i made it home alive is uh is what could have happened what could have happened well what could have happened there's a lot of lot of stuff that could have what happened if i was standing right there where the lightning hit when there was in a rainstorm i could have been inadvertently killed
2: I remember my first day of high school, I was actually, my very first day of high school, I got punched in the back of the head by a guy on the football team. Um, And it just, I mean, I didn't even see it coming, right? Uh, Just about knocked me out. And, and I remember like at the time, what, you know, what would you do? Are you going to report that? What would have happened to that guy? This is a real genuine assault, right? And had I reported it, well, maybe he would have been suspended. He probably wouldn't have been arrested, but he would have been maybe suspended. Then of course, that I had the whole football team after me the next day. Um, it's funny. I, I ran into the guy like years later and I thought I should have just clocked the guy really hard, you know, when I had the opportunity, mm-hmm. but, but who would have gone to jail? I mean, I would have gone to jail, right? For assault. We, we'd both be adults. Uh I guess my my point of all this is like okay that's that's a real legitimate assault that you could put it a, put a, that you could pinpoint this other thing it's it's vague it's fuzzy where's all the details and what what's what's the crime that anybody could investigate
1: and what the what all our listeners want to know is what did you do to deserve a punch in the back of the head
2: nothing i just showed up i was just like i was just uh, something for this guy to uh to make a point to make his buddies laugh you know <laughs> so i was just happened to be there I didn't do anything. Hey, watch this.
1: Let me punch Scott in the back of the that head. That was it, man. I'm laughing now. Good. <laughs> Glad okay. it brought you some amusement. Forty years later, it's Tick still, me off. Still making me fun. <laughs> still, still making me laugh. <clears throat> so yeah, we should bring if if he ever runs for uh, runs for uh, office. I'll ship, go slug should, him in the head. You should bring it. Bring that up. <laughs> so uh, when are we going to hear from Christine Blasey Ford? At the beginning of the week, Democrats demanded. That Ford be given a hearing before Senate Judicial Committee so, we could, so she could tell her story. And her lawyer, Deborah Katz, seemed eager to let her do that. That's what she said on Monday, anyway, to Alison Camerota on CNN. Will your client, Christine Ford, be willing to testify in public to the Judiciary Committee? The answer is yes. She is willing to do it. Has she been asked by any of the lawmakers to do that? That's interesting. The answer is no. She's not been asked, but she is now willing to do so. Is she in conversations with people? Have people, have the lawmakers reached out and tried to talk to her via phone?
0: We've heard from no one. We've seen various statements made on television, but in uh, statements uh, that are being bandied about for political reason. But no one's asked her. No.
1: This cat's lady seems like a shrewd attorney. Uh, very, very eloquent. That very day, the committee invited both Ford and Kavanaugh to testify before the committee next Monday. Well, let's see. She doesn't want, she wants her day in court. She hasn't been asked. Now they invite her to, uh, to, to testify next Monday. And all of a sudden, her lawyer changed her tune, said Ford will not testify until the FBI investigation Dianne Feinstein initially demanded takes place. But look who sounds like she's starting to, uh, oh, well, number one, how does she demand an FBI investigation on something that wasn't a crime?
2: Well, well, not only that, but she's, first she says she'll testify and then she says, no, she won't unless she has an FBI investigation, which she knows they're not going to do because the FBI is not going to, not going to investigate this kind of stuff. It's not a federal crime to be investigated. Um, so she knows this is never going to happen. It's like, I'll, I'll testify when hell freezes over. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's,
1: I don't know. Uh, exactly. But now look who sounds like she's starting to regret her role in creating this mess. Diane Einstein.
0: I believe she is credible. What we have wanted was an investigation carried out to look at the facts before there was a hearing. And I hope people
2: will let her be. And I hope that her lawyers
1: will let her come back and straighten this out. Yeah, well, she seems very credible to Diane Feinstein, but you know what? I don't really have all my hearing uh, stuff, and my, uh, my eyesight's not what it used to be, and quite frankly, uh, I don't
2: even remember my name. <laughs> well, I think, you know what, Ed? I, I think there should be an FBI investigation, and I think Robert Mueller should head it because he doesn't seem to be doing anything constructive over the last couple of years. Or maybe we should have Comey, or maybe McCabe, or maybe Brennan, or Clapper, any of these clowns.
1: Let them investigate themselves. Yeah, there you go. They can investigate themselves while we're at it. Hey, what's, what's that called? I don't know. So uh, <laughs> the bunch of guys sitting in a room investigating themselves. Yeah. All right. So then uh, committee uh, chairman Chuck Grassley is going out of his way to make Ford comfortable, even offering to send committee representatives to her in California so she doesn't have to testify publicly on Capitol Hill. He sent this letter to her attorney, which which, listen to this letter and tell me if this sounds like he's being genuine or not. I have reopened the hearing because I believe that anyone who comes forward with allegations of sexual assault has the right to be heard, and because it's the committee's committee's responsibility to fully evaluate the fitness of, of the nominee to Supreme Court. I therefore want to give Dr. Ford an opportunity to tell her story to the Senate and, if she chooses, to the American people. I also want to give Judge Kavanaugh an opportunity to respond to the allegations. By hearing out both Dr. Ford and Judge Kavanaugh, the committee will endeavor to discover the truth of the matter and will be better able to make an informed judgment about Judge Kavanaugh's nomination. You have stated repeatedly that Dr. Ford wants to tell her story. I sincerely hope that Dr. Ford will accept my invitation to do so, either privately or publicly on Monday. In the meantime, my staff would still welcome the opportunity to speak with Dr. Ford at a time and place convenient to her. And I remind you that consistent with committee rules Dr. Ford's prepared testimony and biography are due to the committee by 10 at 10 a.m. on Friday September 21st if she intends to testify on Monday it sounds it sounds to me like he's making every every uh, legitimate well maybe they didn't like the part where they're going to let uh Kavanaugh respond and I thought that was part of our constitutional rights that if someone's accusing you you have the right to to uh to face your accuser and and refute their testimony Um, But somehow Democrats are now interpreting Republicans' willingness to make Ford comfortable uh, with testifying as intimidation. Here's Kristen Gillibrand.
2: I don't think she should be bullied into this scenario where it's a he said, she said, uh, where many members of the committee have already made up their mind. Without the benefit of an FBI uh, investigation where it's um, nonpartisan and objective, and without the benefit of corroborating witnesses being able to testify, it's a sham hearing. And I, I don't think she should participate in it bullied yeah, t- bullied exactly you know to me it's look if you're going to make these accusations you got to go all the way you know you can't just throw it out there and 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 nobody's going to have an opportunity to respond nobody's going to have an opportunity to question you nobody's going to have an opportunity to cross-examine you you don't just throw it out there and then think that it's it, all going to go away i mean you you know if you're going to make these kind of accusations you need to back them up
1: yep and it's uh and it's interesting i'm seeing uh and gillibrand talking about uh uh, inferring that uh Judge Kavanaugh is is some kind of a rapist or something. But she's got her pictures out there next to Harvey Weinstein and pictures out there with her embracing uh Mr. Bill Clinton. I don't know. Uh you want to talk about who's a rapist out there. And uh but you're you're uh you're making uh, inferences to uh to uh uh sully somebody's reputation while you're out there uh taking uh, selfies with with uh, all these rapists. But on Thursday, Ford had said she would testify on her terms. Here's what the Senate aides have said she's demanding: Kavanaugh has to testify first, and he has to tell. Then she will tell her story to the committee. She and Kavanaugh can't be in the same room because she's overwhelmed with with uh, with anxiety when he's there. She must be questioned by senators, not special counsel. There will there were initial reports that she that the committee might send a female special counsel to interview her. Uh, There can only be one photographer in the room. Kavanaugh's high school friend, Mark Judge, must also be subpoenaed to testify. And if these conditions are met, she may testify next Thursday, but she still, but is still it is, it is still her strong pre- pre- preference that FBI investigation be conducted first. Oh, and then she mentioned uh, she wants a bowl of green M&Ms on the table. No no, no brown or red or yellows in there, just green. And uh, she wants... Uh, Fiji water? Fiji water. Only okay. Fiji water. She can't have uh, Aquafina or Arrowhead. Well, Has to be Fiji.
2: The thing is, she says she may testify. Of course, then again, she may not. Um, you know, I, I heard one commentator say that, oh, why would she come forward if this wasn't true and she's going to ruin her life? She's not ruining her life. She's actually a hero for the left right now. I think this is probably worth potential millions to her. All the attention she's getting, she'll make the talk show circuit. I see a book deal, maybe even a mini series. Ed, yeah, what do exactly. You think? And, and Netflix Coulter, can
1: do it. Yeah, Ann Coulter made a uh, comment that she'll she'll testify on a ski lift with Kavanaugh has to be on another on another chair going the opposite direction. <sighs> it's amazing. It's just amazing what's going on. Hey, we got a lot more for part two. Don't go away. Got five minutes of. Uh, Weather, traffic, sports, commercials, and whatever else the radio station wants to throw in, don't go away. We'll be right back. Part two. And welcome back to part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. I do mortgage loans. If you need financing, call me, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020 or go to WCCLoans.com. Hey, I don't talk about the mortgages on the radio, mostly because you guys probably think it's boring. But some of you guys are calling me a lot now um, with questions about reverse mortgages and questions about refinancing. Rates have gone up. Does it make sense to uh, still refinance? Well, it does. Depends on your... uh, your personal situation does a reverse mortgage is it a great thing reverse mortgages are a great thing but do you qualify and number two do you understand how they work so as long as you go in as long as you go in with your eyes open uh, there's awesome opportunities and if you have any questions at all call me eight five five six four zero twenty twenty but I won't go into them on the radio because the rest of you just want to talk about uh the fun stuff what's going on in this country and we got a uh, what a uh, 50 days to the uh to the uh, election that we need to all get off our butts and go and go vote. And if you're not sure who to vote for, vote R on every single one. And uh, just vote for R. Um, we got a lot of hot contested, a uh, lot of hot contested um, um, races with the for Congress and Senate, and uh, in the state of California for the Assembly. And uh, we need to start to turn this uh, country, this country, and this uh, state red. Um, I know I know we didn't get Travis Allen in there running for governor uh we didn't get him into the uh into the uh general election but we got John Cox and we need to stop Gavin Newsom cuz he will destroy California and anything that's left of it any hope that we can uh salvage this state and uh so our kids will all have to move with us to Texas or Montana or Idaho or or Nevada or uh Arizona or one of the other 56 states that uh, Obama left besides California. Oh, I'm sorry. Obama uh, never went to to school here, so he uh, apparently it was uh, it's 50 states, it's seven it? states. I thought he said, that. yeah, he did, but uh, mm. took California out. That's okay, 56, so. got it. All right, so we've been talking about the Kavanaugh allegations and how how much BS they are. Oh, and I forgot to tell everybody in case you missed part one. Scott McPhee, number two, uh, number two com- uh, political commentator in the country is uh, sent- <laughs> if not the world. If not <laughs> exactly, if not the world, certainly on this station. So uh, and uh, and every other station uh, is here with me. And uh, Scotty, I think the first half was good. Well, let's go. Let's continue this.
2: Absolutely. Bottom line from Kavanaugh: Look, let's cut the crap and get this guy nom. Uh, get this guy confirmed. You know, really. I mean, if we, if Republicans, we quit, quit playing these games. Quit playing these games.
1: If we can't confirm this guy, who can we get confirmed? So you know what just let 's just put our foot down and tell the Democrats stop your stop your b s games and uh let's let's get let 's get this out of the way and start making America great again let 's continue to make America great again, so as it turns out, Democrats have their own similar stories from the high school one that uh we 're talking about but uh Mr. Cory Spartacus Booker from uh, Washington Post on Friday when he was in high school when he was in high school, Cory Booker, the New Jersey Democrat, and possible White House contender groped his classmate as they kissed. He reached for her breast, and when she swatted his hand away, he made another attempt. The incident resurfaced this week uh, uh, as Booker uh, joined calls for an FBI investigation the allegation of high school-era sexual assault leveled by Christine Blasey Ford against Brett Kavanaugh. Um, but this skeleton in Booker's closet seized on by outlets such as Fox News and the Daily Caller wasn't really in his closet because the senator himself chose years ago to air the issue, marking the notable contrast with incidences and accusations of imp- impropriety burst forth as a result of media investigation or opposition research. So in 1992, then student at Stanford University, uh, Booker wrote wrote for his college newspaper in which he recounted his groping and his and and used his own behavior to underscore in a starkly personal term how his views had shifted on gender and sexual respect he credited his work as peer counselor as a peer counselor with the transformation wait wait he's he's talking about his transformation and his his views shifting on sexual respect he also said his views shifted on gender. What does
2: that mean? That he might be a woman instead? I don't understand. No, I
1: think he meant gender respect and sexual oh, respect. Oh, okay, sorry. So who knows? You know, we don't know about men's views. And he wrote he wrote an article about how I grabbed some girl's boob. I mean
2: that's kind of like you know? but, but then
1: but then he did but, oh. then, but then he did say, hey, because his views shifted, he's a good guy now. Oh, okay. That doesn't work for anybody else. So whatever you did as a child, you are today as an adult. Got it. According to the Democrats. So so he 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 writes after having my hand pushed away once, I reached my mark wait a minute who's mark i don't know <laughs> I don't know maybe he was with a guy named Mark he was to, uh, maybe it, maybe it was Mark decano
2: I am Congressman Mark DeCano from the great state of California and i'm the first openly gay person of color to be elected to the united states congress
1: i don't know i don't know uh he continues. Our groping ended soon, and while no relationship ensued, a friendship did. Hard to imagine that you, uh, you're. You're at a party. You're grabbing at your, uh, at your, uh, at trying some, to make it to first base, <laughs> trying to trying to make it to first base, right. round, rounding first base, headed, yes. headed for second. You get squatted away and no relationship ensued. <laughs> Darn. But we're still friends. That's well, at least nice. we sit next to each other in homeroom. So at least we are not enemies or at least we don't talk to each other. Uh, that's kind of, uh, like the cold war. They taunt. So, uh. You see the next you see, and here's his. Well, you see the next week in school, she saw she told me that she was drunk that night and didn't really know it was what what she was doing.
2: Wait wait a minute. Does that mean she if she wasn't drunk she'd allowed him to grab her boob? Is uh, that what that, that means? That's how I. Think. Or or is, or is she drunk and she wouldn't even be there with him in the first place if she wasn't drunk? <laughs> she has to be drunk to even be there with him.
1: I don't know. That's
2: that's. Okay. Uh, what is, what kind of. Ed, let's call why, for an FBI investigation why, into this. Why
1: would, why would Cory Booker bring this up as the, as if, hey, well, you see, the next week in, in the school, she told me that she was drunk and I didn't really know what she was doing. Mm. Did she know what I was doing? That would be the question. She, what, what, Were you sure what I was doing? Because, uh, you know, I was just trying to get get around for a space here. And, uh, you know, what, would you have let me or would you have, uh, uh, you know, thrown me out? Hmm, we'll know. never know. I know. And, and guess who came out of the woodwork once again to chime in on things that don't involve her? Not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the candidate. Who's, yes, the candidate. Shut up, Hillary. The candidate who said it was horrifying that Donald Trump wouldn't accept the election results uh, if he lost is now writing op eds that call for an end to the edit to the Electoral College because she lost. She's also calling for an end to Russia, too. By the way, yeah, she's calling. Yeah, she's calling for an end to her marriage. No, mm. not that. She. Oh, she needs him. But her hypocrisy doesn't end there because she's also chiming in on Kavanaugh. Oh, 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 that's on, not. <laughs> That's Hillary barking at the moon. Sorry, exactly. On Rachel Maddow this week, Hillary said the White House should make the FBI investigate something she never wanted when her husband was being accused. The White House could uh,
0: answer it uh, very quickly by asking the FBI to reopen its background check and to uh, take into account uh, the uh, accusation that's been made and to gather the evidence about uh, what can be known. What I think the White House and the uh, Republicans on the committee are trying to do is, you know, basically uh, put her in the dock and uh, try to rush this through.
2: I am the pantsuit-wearing robot from hell,
1: and I have no
2: personality. I
1: have I have a stated <laughs> I have a stated script I'm supposed to say at every given time. <laughs> hey. Good morning, good morning, Mr. Hoffman. How may I help you today? Listen to the way Hillary f- refused to make any comparisons between the situation and the one she and Bill found themselves back in the 90s and her refusal to say that Brett Kavanaugh deserves the due process she believes Bill was denied.
2: Your husband certainly had concerns at the time that he never really had due process to defend himself from allegations like this. Have we learned anything over the years about due process, not just for
0: the accusers, but also for the accused? Well, I think that you have to take each of these situations you know sort of on their own uh, merits. Yes, there should be due process for everyone involved. And I think that's what Dr. Ford is asking for. She's asking for due process. She's asking that there be an investigation.
1: Yeah, we have to look at them in separate, in separate uh, you know, look at them individually, because I don't want you to compare what. What we're saying about Kavanaugh to what they said about my husband, because my husband is my husband, and Brett Kavanaugh's a Republican, and we just don't want him to, you know, to to be in the Supreme Court.
2: Are you saying her opinions like kind of partisan? Is that what you're saying? Uh yeah.
1: And you know, she she mentions, hey, we should the FBI should do it in a nonpartisan in a nonpartisan fashion. The investigation, yeah, like they've been doing all along. Yeah, right? exactly. Why would we? Why would we think that the FBI would be partisan in any way? Uh, certainly, Hillary Clinton wouldn't see it. So let's go back to a time in 1992 when First Lady uh, Hillary Clinton blamed the media, the Republicans, and of course the accusers themselves of conspiring to destroy her husband.
0: We're right in the middle of a rather vigorous feeding frenzy right now, and people are saying all kinds of things and putting out rumor and innuendo. It's just a very unfortunate turn of events that we are using the criminal justice system to try to achieve political ends in this country. And I just think that a lot of this is deliberately designed to sensationalize charges against my husband because everything else they've tried has failed. The great story here for anybody willing to find it and write about it and explain it is this vast right-wing conspiracy that has been conspiring against my husband since the day he announced for president.
1: You know, what really amazes me is that there's so many people in this country that wanted her to be president.
2: That kind of shocks you. Yeah, I, I mean, it shocks me, too. And what about the vast left wing conspiracy that's been conspiring against Donald Trump? She talks about using the justice system for your political game. What about using the justice system and law enforcement to like spy on your opponent? You know, is, is there a problem with that? Is there a problem weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ? Uh, and, and creating f- fake dossiers, dossiers, dossier, whatever the hell they call those things, uh, as, as an excuse. It's a dossier. Dossier. It's, a, fr- it's, it's a, a French, French word. <laughs> word. We won't go there. <laughs> no. So yeah, there's no problem with that, Ed.
1: Nope. Not at all. So. Uh, <laughs> good one. So. <laughs> Uh, you guys don't understand. We were looking at a clip that we were thinking about using on the radio, and, but we can't. And we couldn't. It, it, no, it, 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 not on Salem, at least. It, it had it had <laughs> it had something to do with uh, speaking French. Yeah. So uh, one of the one of Bill Clinton's ac- accusers, Paula Jones, uh, who's who's from Arkansas, so she has kind of that southern southern voice. Mm. Uh, even at her age, she still does. Paula Jones spoke out about Hillary's hypocrisy on Tucker Carlson this week. Well, I mean,
0: it's really unbelievable because if she feels like that all women should be heard, and I know that she was quoted saying that, you know, that all women should have the right to be heard, and I totally agree with that, then why not me, Kathleen, and Juanita? Why didn't she allow us the right to be heard and listen to us to see, you know, have an investigation, you know, talk to us, even when she was running for president, but it never did happen.
1: She don't want to. T- she don't want to listen to no women that had had their had their way with her husband, or uh, maybe that's maybe that's backwards.
2: Well, see, I, I get man, I get all these accusers all mixed up because in Clinton's case, there's so many of. Them, but this was the one where Clinton exposed himself, right? Uh, was he did he like free little Willie in front of her? Is that kind of what happened?
1: <laughs> I think I think Paula Jones was uh, was the one he was having an affair with for a oh, while.
2: Okay, and, no, that was Jennifer Flowers. Uh, okay, so Paula Jones is where he exposed himself.
1: And or was she the or was she the one they uh. invited her up to the room when he was governor of Arkansas? <sighs> and then there's uh Juanita Broderick who right. he raped. Yes. And uh, then there's uh Kathleen Willie. I don't remember what what the story. was. that it's they all run together. They all run mm. together. But he did drop his drawers and uh, show free. <laughs> he freed Willie. <laughs> Little Willie. <laughs> it's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, Trump supporters are somehow the sexist ones. This week, former Vice President Joe Biden, as we all call him, Creepy Uncle Joe, who's almost sure to run for president again in 2020, he'll be about uh, 92 at the time, said that Trump voters are basically human garbage.
0: These forces of intolerance remain determined to undermine and roll back the progress you all have made. This time, they, not you, have an ally in the White House. This time, they have an ally. There are a small percentage of the American people, virulent people. Some of them, the dregs of society.
1: That's hurtful, Ed. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm microaggressed at this point. I'm. I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to go have to read some Anthony Robbins books. We're going to go need and, some therapy after that one. I know. We're we are the dregs of society. We, we are, are virulent. Virulent. I had to Google virulent to see <laughs> to see what like, that word meant. It's like we're diseased. We're the oh. diseased people because we voted for Trump. But, Hey, you know what I want to say to all those people?
2: Beep (laughs) You know, here's here let me look into a little crystal ball. They're gonna run this dope in twenty twenty. And maybe as his running mate, they can have that Ocasio Cortez, Ocasio Cortez as his running mate. That would be great. And you know what? Here's what's gonna happen they're gonna lose, okay? Biden is like this walking gaff machine. And by the way, why would you want to insult people on the other side, right? You're gonna need their votes if you're gonna win next time, right? Yep. And I remember Michael Medved, never Trumple Michael Medved, who was also on the station, of course, saying that Trump was going to lose because he challenged everyone. He said, tell me what states that Trump will carry that Mitt Romney didn't, right? And, of course, it turned out he turned a bunch of those states. So my question would be, tell me what states that Joe Biden would turn red, that Trump actually, that, I'm sorry, that, that he would turn blue, that he would actually get to vote Democrat, that, that Trump got in 2016. In other words, is he going to get Michigan? Is he going to get Ohio? Is he going to get Wisconsin?
1: Pennsylvania. It's not going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. I know it's not. I, you know what? Here's let's talk about let's talk about the midterms. What What do you think? What do I think? Everyone's talking about. Hey, you know what? We need a miracle, or else the Democrats are going to are going to take back the House and the Senate. Um, and I know that it's. I know that that's typical that we lose lots of seats in the in the first midterms. A, a new a new president loses lots of seats to the other side. In the Senate and the House, um, I know that's usual, but I don't think these are usual times. And I think the I think the polls. I know when the poll people call me. Every now and then, I'll answer the phone just to to say, "Why do these people call my home phone all the time?" And I'll and I'll take a call. And then my Donald say say, "You're asking for it." And I pick up the phone and I I you know push the button on a few a uh, few surveys. If it's a live person, it takes like twenty five minutes to do it. And I just don't have that time. I'm just not going to take the time away from, uh, from uh, watching Fox News or, or spending time with my wife or, uh, I don't know, doing something productive to, to talk to these people. The Democrats don't have jobs, so typically they do. Well, you know, we all know what
2: happened the last time they had these polls, right? It was like ninety-five percent Hillary's Clinton's going to win, and I think this is a different election. For one thing, the economy is rocking; unemployment's really low. Unemployment for across all categories: female unemployment, black unemployment, uh, Hispanic unemployment. These are all at historic lows. Uh, we've got a GDP unlike anything we've ever seen before. The stock market's going through the roof. Bottom line is, people, Democrat or Republican, typically vote with their pocketbook. If they're employed, if they're earning more now than they were even a couple of years. Ago. The economy is definitely better than it was a couple of years ago. My Democrat friends might tell me that that's the Obama effect. Whatever, it's still a fact. The economy is better and nobody denies it. So I don't think we're going to see any blue wave at all, Ed. We may even see a bit of a red take back in some but, cases. But what,
1: but what we have to not Take for granted that this isn't going to happen if Republicans sit on their butts oh, and yeah. don't vote, which is typical for both sides for for low uh, low turnout. I think we need a high turnout. Yep. And if you're not sure who to vote for, just vote for something that has R. Because remember, if you if you support President Trump, he needs those votes in in the House of Representatives and he needs those votes in the Senate. And uh, and in California, we need. We need red, clear-thinking, common-sense people in the assembly and the state senate. So vote R so that the so the Democrats can just overpower our state, open it up to illegal aliens, spend our money for stupid stuff, and uh, just destroy destroy our economy and destroy our lives. Because you know, I like living in California. I've been here all my life. I like it. I like the weather. I haven't found a state I really like as much. Um, But I'll tell you, if uh, if Newsom gets in there and it drives it out i'm going Uh oh, well let's uh
2: perish the thought ed um you know i will say though that it's it's more i would ask even more that people just vote i i would say that they need to get engaged and get involved uh learn who who are their district representatives get out there and do a little campaigning for them send them, send them 50 bucks send them 100 bucks get involved and do something uh look if, if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem
1: yep that's it. that is that is right and uh and, you know, here's the other thing we discussed at the fundraiser last night, uh, that, you know, we've got a, uh, we've got a virtual civil war going on in our hands with the, the big division between, um, conservatives and liberals. And with the liberals are mastering the art of the social media to, uh, and the, you know, all the media to, uh, to get out the, the little talking points that the people that aren't engaged are hearing and they, they market it better than the Republicans do. And, uh, but they're spending our money on stupid stuff. They are destroying, destroying our, our way of life. And it's only going to hurt our kids and our grandkids. Um, if we don't, if we don't do something and and so many people, especially, you know, next month, Thanksgiving, um, well next month, next month, as of next week. So, uh, so in November we got Thanksgiving coming up you got the holidays and you got all these, all these, all your, your family members that, uh, might not see eye to eye with you, uh, politically and the people that you go work with today, you don't have to wait for, for Thanksgiving. You know what? We don't want to talk about politics or religion. You know what? If we don't talk about politics or religion because we don't want to create fights, the Democrats don't care. They like to fight, and, and they're just going to say what they're going to say. And if the people aren't getting any input except for Democrat input, then they don't know anything else.
2: Right, and the point is, look, anybody, anybody can change their mind. I mean, political opinions uh, are fluid. Um, and you and I think differently now than we did, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? Yep. So things things can change. So have civil discussions, have productive discussions. I think that's what's important.
1: Yes, it is. Um, let's go on. to Let's see if we can get a little more of this, uh, get through a little bit more of our notes. Um, President Trump ordered declassification of several key documents related to the Russia investigation expected to be declassified and released are... Twenty-one pages of application for a renewed surveillance warrant against former campaign aide Carter Page. More text messages from Peter Stroke and his uh, and his girly friend Lisa Page. Uh, all FBI reports on interviews with the Justice Department officials uh, with his the official Bruce Orr, whose wife Nellie happens to uh, work for Fusion GPS, the firm that uh, created the phony dossier, and the FBI reports of interviews uh, prepared in connection with the other applications to survey to surveil Carter Page. No word yet on what the first set of documents will be released on the media. Here's the president on why he gave the order. I want total transparency. This is a witch hunt.
0: Uh, Republicans are seeing it. The Democrats know it's a witch hunt too, but they don't want to admit it because that's not good politics for them. The things that have been found over the last couple of weeks about text messages back and forth are a disgrace to our nation. We should open it up for people to see.
2: I agree. You know, I think the thing that's that's really ironic of all this—the only thing that we may see come out of the Russian investigation—is just how corrupt the Obama FBI and this Justice Department is. I mean, look—you—you you cannot weaponize the DOJ, the FBI, or even the IRS for that matter against private citizens. You know, it's—it's—and it's funny how the Democrats don't want this stuff to come out, and, and don't they want
1: transparency? Don't they want to know the truth? I want to know the truth, Ed. I want to know the truth too, and uh, and you know, I don't want to know everything that's going on in the military. I don't want to know everything that's going on international security i don't need to know everything and either does anybody else everybody else isn't entitled to see that because if if all the public knows what's going on so do our enemies so i don't i don't really care about that but on this case in this particular case hey if you've got some evidence let's see it you know you're spending a gazillion dollars of our of our money on on doing this and it's and we elected trump for four years and hopefully eight years to actually turn this country around but we can't we we're not letting him even scratch the surface on what he could do because we got him distracted on this
2: well, yeah, exactly. And look, and if this stuff well, I mean we'll see. We'll see, we'll get to comment on this these uh these documents when they come out. But if if this stuff is as bad as we think, I'll tell you what has to happen. Immediately afterwards, we need to have our own special counsel, our own investigation into the FBI, the DOJ. And look, we we've already got we got rid of Comey, we got rid of McCabe, Strock, Stork, whatever his name is, Page, and, but there's a lot more in there, Ed. And now it's time to go out there and clean
1: house and get rid of the rest of them. Exactly. And I know that uh I know that Trump knows he's not going to get anywhere with uh, Jeff Sessions, and my prediction is as soon as the election's over that he asks for uh, Sessions' resignation. And I hope his his uh, successor is Trey Gowdy.
2: Okay, well that would be a good one. That would be. I mean, the point is you need to you need to have someone in there who's going to go after this hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: So on this uh, on the uh, release on declassifying these these uh, documents, not surprisingly. Ranking Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, who's a moron, uh, don't reelect him in Burbank uh, out there, Northridge. Uh, he isn't happy. In a statement, he called Trump's order clear abuse of power. What else would he say? Meant to influence the Russia probe. He also claimed that the FBI and Department of Justice have told the president releasing the materials would be a red line that must be that must not be crossed. It may compromise sources and methods. Um, the uh, uh, and now we now we hear now we hear that maybe in the last few minutes. That, the, uh, that someone in the Justice Department put the kibosh on declassifying these things, so I guess it's not going to happen this weekend.
2: My guess is it's coming out, Ed. It's coming out.
1: Yeah, I think it will eventually, yep. but they're trying to slow it down. Well, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe this is not a good idea. So anyway, uh, we're out of time, so we have some stuff to talk about in uh, next week. So, uh, hey, uh, Scott, thanks for joining me. Always fun, Ed. And uh, everybody else, thanks for listening to the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman, and I'll be back again with you next week
2: expressed on this program are of and is invited guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or policies of wholesale capital corporation. WCC is licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions, MB number 096199.